Hi there, you've stumbled across The Christian Truth, a podcast where I, Prophetess LGBTQ, comes, well, sometimes I come yell at you. If you come here to hear about nothing but Bible scripture or religion, you've inadvertently ended up in the wrong podcast, because I switch it up a bit, and I curse pretty often, actually, in the beginning. Just ride this out with me, it's so worth it. But I'm human, so I'm not gonna be perfect. Each episode, though, is from the heart, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Leave your comments below any episode and let me know what you thought. Remember, you were warned. This is me as he made me. And he's not done with me yet. Talk for now. Would uh, start uh, with a live cast that way and then maybe just possibly um, I will get disconnected because my phone keeps turning off. And so I'm going to start from the top. Um, this is Prophetess LGBTQ, and I'm going to have a quick Bible study. I learned it myself. I feel I should share it with you. called Love Thyself. As you uh, may have seen when you entered the room, that uh, to love thyself, it means to, um... yep, I guess that's what it does here. Yay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so they have a... Uh... They have this thing in the Ten Commandments that says you should love thy neighbor as you love thyself. And I just always wondered, whatever happened to that part? Whatever happened to loving our neighbor as we loved ourselves? Like, we love the heck out of ourselves, right? Just, ooh, love me some me. But we don't love anybody else. Everybody else is just, yeah, you're on your own kind of thing, right? And uh, I don't know really that. <sighs> excuse me, excuse me. Anyway. I don't know where it went. I really don't know how it happened that we lost that part of humanity's, um, you know, existence. Um, but that is where we are today. I'm going to go ahead and start from the beginning of what, uh, what we've been talking about. And we're going to start in Luke, uh, six and 45, Luke six and 45 so that we can, uh, start from the top okay so so luke 6 45 for those of you who don't know um i use the new international version uh to uh to do my bible studies okay so but i tell you the good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart and the evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart and what it means to me at least um is that you can only give out what you have inside um if you have anger and resentment you're only going to give out hatred and and ver you know and i don't know if you know what ver means but it just means you you spit out not nonsense i'm sure what you believe um is not nonsense it's just what you believe um but you spit out venom, you know what I mean? You spit out hatred, and hatred only begets hatred. We know how begets gets. So we'll move on to, uh, from Luke 6.45, that's where we started, to Romans 9 and 18. <clears throat> Romans 9 and 18. Nine and eighteen. 
I'm still looking. I had it all bookmarked, but I let everything go because I was under the impression that my computer was going to keep recording. It did not. Therefore, God has mercy on whom he wants to have mercy on. I say, well, we have a just God, but he is a powerful and jealous God. So if you're not going to follow the rules, why should he be loyal to you? He made a covenant with those of us who he knows, knows his heart. We seek his truth and we follow his commandments. All of them. Not just the ones that suit us at particular moments in our day. Okay. And then we have, um, <clears throat> excuse me, we'll go next to, uh, to Deuteronomy 7 and 9. Deuteronomy 7 and 9. <clears throat> know therefore that the Lord your God is God. He is the faithful God, keeping his covenant of love to a thousand generations. Of those who love him and keep his commands. <clears throat> okay. But those who hate him, he will repay. Excuse me. To their face by destructions. He's not going to do it behind your back. He's going to let you know, hey, you messed up. You don't want to listen to my rules. This is what you get for that. Okay. He, the, he will keep his commands, but for those who hate him, he will repay to their face by destruction. He will not be slow. Make sure you understand to repay to their face, those who hate him. So he's talking about those of us who say, um, you know, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. it. Just it's Scientology. Okay. I just, I don't understand how you, we went from Adam and Eve to, we came from apes, but that, that's fine. So those of you who say that he does not exist, those of you who deny him, that's not who he's talking about. He's talking about the Scientologists. Those, those people who say flat out that it's just and nonsensical. Okay. To believe in an almighty being um, that you can't see. If you can't see and touch him, it can't possibly be real, right? That's what, those are the haters. Those are the ones he, he, he has no time for. And he'll handle those, right? Well, on his own time, in his own way. Vengeance is God and God's alone. A quote. Punishment for disobedience. But if you will not listen to me and carry out all these commands, and if you reject my decrees and abhor my laws, and fail to carry out all my commands and so violate my covenant then I will do this to you I will bring upon you sudden terror wasting diseases and fever that will destroy your sight and drain away your life you will plant seed in vain because your enemies will eat it I will set my face against you so that you will be defeated by your enemies Those who hate you will rule over you, and you will flee even when no one is pursuing you. 
If after all of this you will not listen to me, I will punish you for your sins seven times over. I will break down your stubborn pride and make the sky above you like iron and the ground beneath you like bronze. Your strength will be spent in vain because your soil will not yield its crops. Nor will the trees of the land yield their fruit. If you remain hostile toward me and refuse to listen to me, I will multiply your afflictions seven times over as your sins deserve. I will send wild animals against you, and they will rob you of your children. Destroy your cattle, and make you so few in number that your roads will be deserted. If in spite of these things you do not accept my correction, but continue to be hostile towards me, I myself will be hostile toward you, and I will afflict you for your sins seven times over. And I will bring the sword upon you to avenge the breaking of the covenant. When you withdraw into your cities, I will send them then a plague among you, and you will be given into enemy hands. When I cut off your supply of bread, ten women will be able to bake your bread in one oven, and they will dole out the bread by weight. You will eat, but you will not be satisfied. If in spite of this, you still do not listen to me, but continue to be hostile towards me. Then in my anger, I will be hostile towards you, and I myself will punish you for your sins seven times over. You will eat the flesh of your sons and the flesh of your daughters. I will destroy your high places, cut down your incense altars, and pile your dead bodies on the lifeless forms of your idols. And I will abhor you. I will turn your cities into ruins and lay waste your sanctuaries. I will take no delight in the pleasing aroma of your offerings. I will lay waste the land so that your enemies who live there will be appalled. I will scatter you among the nations and I will draw out my sword and pursue you. Your land will be laid waste and your cities will lie in ruins and then the land will enjoy its Sabbath years all the time that it lies desolate and you are in the country of your enemies and then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the time that it lies desolate, the land will have the rest it did not have during the Sabbaths you lived in it. Excuse. As for those of you who are left, I will make their hearts so fearful in the lands of their enemies that the sound of a wind-blown leaf will put them to flight. They will run as though fleeing from the sword, and they will fall, even though no one is pursuing them. They will stumble over one another as though fleeing from the sword, even though no one is pursuing them. So you will not be able to stand before your enemies. You will perish among the nations. The land of your enemies will devour you. Those of you who are left will waste away in the lands of their enemies because of their sins. Also because of their father's sins, they will waste away. Real quick. um, I wanted to... When I was doing the Bible study, of course, when you doing Bible study with the Lord, it's not exactly what you wanted to study. It's what the Lord had in mind for you. And he had some things to teach me. 
Um, I was coming looking for a way to justify the anger I feel towards a certain group of individuals. I'm just going to say group of individuals because I don't need to name any further than that. Just you'll either figure it out on your own or it's not meant for you to know. But um, I have many times been questioned by this group of individuals, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, why exactly I feel that we, uh, my people, right, black people, um, any people, to be honest with you, any persecuted people, uh, why do we believe that they are due any reparations or any, uh, any return on the on the hard hardship and, and, and heartbreak that uh, their people you know experienced at the hands of this particular group of individuals, um, but there's they're they're very quick to to reach the well the word says this and the word says well I know what the word now says and you read the same thing that God will continue to punish you regardless of what you're doing because you say you hate him you you deny him you tell him that. Um, what he's done for you is not good enough. Um, so from the time when you first landed on this continent, those fathers, the forefathers, the beginning settlers, you will always have to pay for that, uh, for those, for those uh, transgressions. However, the father sees fit. However, Father God sees fit. Not necessarily when you think you're done. It's when, when he sees that you're done. But if you will confess their sins <clears throat> and the sins of their fathers, their treachery against me and their hostility towards me, which made me hostile, their treachery against me and their hostility toward me, which made me hostile toward them, so that I sent them into the land of their enemies, then when their uncircumcised hearts are humbled and they pay for their sin, I will remember my covenant with Jacob and my covenant with Isaac and my covenant with Abraham. And I will remember the land. For the land will be deserted by them who will enjoy its Sabbath while it lies desolate without them. <clears throat> Excuse they will pay for their sins because they rejected my laws and abhorred my decrees. Yet in spite of this, when they are in the land of the enemies, I will not reject them or abhor them so as to destroy them completely, breaking my covenant with them. I am the Lord, their God, but for their sake, I will remember the covenant with their ancestors, whom I brought out of Egypt in the sight of the nations to be their God. These are the decrees, the laws, and the regulations that the Lord established on Mount Sinai between himself and the Israelites through Moses. Quote. Okay, excuse me. Um... Uh, so we'll go back over this really quick. Um, I like to have it read and then just, you know, have a discussion about what we read. Uh, like I said, that's why I'm going live today so that if you guys do actually have discussions, questions or comments or anything like that. So if you feel the need to dispute anything I say as well, I'm, I'm, I'm open. I'm, you understand what I'm saying? I'm, I'm available to you to come question me. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's necessarily your purpose. I'm just saying that if you do call in, I am I'm welcoming uh, comment and discussion. I don't really looking for a debate. 
um, because this is a Bible study. This is not uh, this is not a debate. Okay, so it's just it was what's in the book, and we're just gonna go by what's in the book. Anyway, so uh, yeah, in spite of this, when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not reject them or abhor them. I mentioned before that this particular group of individuals had displaced, removed, or otherwise uh, relocated um, certain groups of individuals. Um, and then now, present day, they're saying that these groups of individuals no longer belong here. They do not have a right to be here. However, they were indigenous. This is where God placed them. God actually put them on this land on purpose. Yes. Um, and then the, those of us that were taken from our own lands, our own homelands, and brought to this particular piece of land, um, we're also not able to just return to where we were from because they don't know us. We don't know that way of life any longer because our way of life was changed, altered in any shape or fashion uh, by this other group of individuals, okay? So those sins that he speaks of that were repaying as you were uh reparations yes as it were um they are they are part of a covenant i'm gonna take care of this again right i'm gonna do this for you guys once more i'm gonna, I'm gonna fix it once more uh but you gonna suffer that's definitely gonna happen because once again you felt no need to follow my path to listen and hear my truth so we'll just do it my way. Since it's going to be hard-headed knock-knock, babe, we'll just do the hard way, okay? We're going to move on to uh, Leviticus. Uh, make sure I don't skip anything. Okay, Leviticus 19.33 and 34, or 33 through 34. 19.33 through 34. So this is where uh, this is where my search for uh, truth uh, kind of coincided with with God's plan for my studies today. Um, we've got thirty and thirty three, eighteen thirty three through thirty four. Excuse. When an alien lives with you in your land, do not mistreat him. <clears throat> the alien living with you must be treated as one of your native born. Love him as yourself, for you were aliens in Egypt. Amen. I am the Lord, your God. Um, this, is, this is something that was told to Moses to, uh, to, so that we had some type of direction. Okay. Um, there's punishments for sins. There's punishments for not following his commands. And uh, uh, sometime we'll cover those. <clears throat> but... Um, what it says here is the alien lives with you. Do not mistreat them. Now, first of all, I need you to grasp and, and move on with your life. Yeah, you are the original immigrant, that particular group of individuals. You are the original immigrant. So everybody else kind of just kind of following your lead. You figured, I mean, like we, we see explorers there of your persuasion. Um, let's go check it out. Something must be over there that all of them are coming from another place. To inhabitate this one. So you're the aliens. You are the aliens. You're the ones here that were not placed here originally. Um, I mentioned earlier the Quaker and uh, Puritan persuasion. They 
believed in predestination. They believed that God decided whether or not before you were born, if you were going to hell or heaven. <clears throat> There's nothing you could do throughout your life, okay, that would change his mind. That was the beliefs, okay, um, in the 1600s. So you were the aliens even then. So for you to mistreat the indigenous, that has, yeah, he's got a problem with that. Because that's what you've been doing since you came here. And then now they don't belong here. They have to go. They're here illegally. Now, mind you, you are still the original immigrant. So I don't understand how you get to decide that they're here illegally. Because you took indigenous peoples and you moved them out of your way. That particular group of individuals. He took us out of Egypt, right? So we were free from Pharaoh's rule, okay? And now we're here, we're already here. All the peoples that you brought, they're already here. Now you don't like that and you want us to get out. You want us to kick it, you want to go. You need to leave. But you brought us here and you dislocated all of the different peoples that were here already. Where else were we expected to go? Would you like us to, we're supposed to go where you were supposed to be? Because it was so great for you, you decided to go and take someone else's land. No? Okay, well, we'll get back to that. We're going to go to back to Luke. I know I'm jumping back and forth, but there's a purpose. 6 and 27. Luke 6 and 27. Luke 6 and 27. But I tell you, who hear me, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you amen bless those who curse you okay pray for those who mistreat you i don't know if i need to actually break that down for you but that's in red letters so that means it came from him himself okay there was no uh misinterpretation these were the words that our savior said okay that happened it was there okay it was there all who believe in Christ know that we are to love all, all of them, every single color, creed, and persuasion. That's just our, that's the only God, the only guidance that God has given us. This is what Christ does in our life. And he is what, when he walks within us, this is what we exude. We exude love for everyone. You know what I mean? People come and I used to say there's no such thing as a stranger. It's just a friend I haven't made yet. Of course, I was probably like seven. And then I didn't understand that there's some bad strangers out there. There's some people that you don't want to make friends, right? But we live and we learn. So it says, love thy enemy. So I'm going to go back to this group of individuals. You're here. You stole. You took it. We're here. Okay. So now we have to learn to get along with you. We have to learn to integrate right or desegregate as uh, as the reverend lawson said to to uh, mend to mesh together so that we can all live together happily as a people because we are all what yes we are human beings but no because they look different they act different there's no way they could be the same thing as me that's remember we talked about the alien just because it looks alien to you does not necessarily mean that God intended for you to mistreat them because they don't look like you because they don't talk like you they don't smell or act like you 
That's not what his intention was. We to love our enemies and those uh, that hate us or curse us, we are to pray for them. And we are to continue to pray for them regardless of what comes out of their face. Okay. I've had that personally experienced regardless of what came out this person's face. I just kept praising God. I kept praying to him, Lord, I just want you, I lay this person's soul at your feet. I'm not judging this person. I know that's how he felt, but Lord, I want you to make sure this one specifically, he gets an extra dose of your love. That's all I ask, Lord. Just give him a double dose of all the good stuff. Okay, for this one right here. And you got to mean it. You don't just say, oh, Lord, I'm going to pray for you. Lord Jesus, I'm going to pray for you. That's not really praying for them. That's saying, I don't have time to argue with you because I know that I'm right and I don't have time to listen to someone who's wrong. That's not what I'm looking for here, folks. That's, 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 we, we don't, Christians don't do that. Okay. That's, you, you're judging. You're judging what they're going to say before they even get an opportunity to say it to you. Yeah, that happened. You really did. Let's go on. Uh, we got a couple more. John 16 and 27. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, 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 no. John 16 and 27. No. I'm trying to think here. Matthew? <clears throat> I don't know. Let's see here. What do we have? Okay, so uh, we'll do John 16 and 27. 16 and 27. 27. No, the Father himself loves you. Oh, no. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. <clears throat> no, the Father himself loves you because... You have loved me and I have believed that I came from God. For those of you who are not understanding who's speaking, those are letters in red. So that was Jesus Christ. Jesus says, uh, all of you who believe in me will go to heaven because you have believed that I come from him and him alone. I was sent here as your Messiah so that I may wash away your sins. And because you believe that, because we believe that the Lord loves us. He loves us dearly for knowing and accepting the beautiful fact that this creature that was created by the Almighty was sent here and fulfilled his purpose for all of us. It's an amazing feeling to be loved by someone such as this. <clears throat> We're going to go to... Uh, Exodus 19 and 4. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Quote, the greatest commandment. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment? I'm sorry. Oh, Exodus uh, 19 and 4. <clears throat> when he says that he brought us out of Egypt, I mentioned it before, uh, we were under the rule of a, a pharaoh. And pharaoh did not want to release us because we were really great slaves. We were really good at what we did. You know, if you get at me. Um, and he's like, no, I'm good. I'm going to keep my people. So I'm going to keep my, I will not let your people go. I won't let it. I won't do it. I won't let it happen. God wasn't having that. You are nothing to me. 
you might think that you're a god, but I am the god. So, so I'm gonna get my peoples, and you're gonna go and die. Okay, you're gonna drown. We're gonna have to do that for you. He brought you to himself because you believe that his son is risen. Because you believe in him, he loves you. He loves you right back. As much as you love him, he loves you right back. Okay, next is going to be Isaiah 43, 1 and 7. Isaiah 43, 1 and 7. I'm going to read it out loud. But now this is what the Lord says. He who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through a fire, the fire, apologies, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I give Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead. Since you are precious and honored in my sight and because I love you, I will give men in exchange for you and people in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up. To the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created from my glory, whom I formed and made. Israel's only survivor. I'm sorry, savior. Israel's only savior was Jesus Christ. God took us out of Israel because Pharaoh was refusing to release us. He did not believe that any being existed that was higher and more important than he. So no matter what anyone said to him, he was going to keep these people. They belonged to him. They were property. But he claims you, Christians, believers, those of you, the, the, the small parts of the world where they can't even, can't even manage to feed each other, can't feed ourselves, can't close ourselves properly. Even them, because they call out on his name. They cry out for Father God, and they say, Savior, save me. Redeem me. Remind me that you are there and always will be. Because you call on his name, he hears you, cries. He hears them, and he will respond. He responds in ways that you don't even realize. And actually, most of the times, for me anyway, he'll respond before you even finish praying for what you need. Because he has the solution before uh, before you even had a problem. Okay, there's a song. You should look it up. Okay, we've got one more. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. First John 3 and 17 through 24. First John First John 
<clears throat> if anyone has material possessions and sees his brother in need but has no pity on him, how can the love be in him? The love of God. How can the love of God be in someone who sees someone in need and chooses to look the other way? Dear children, let us not love with words or tongue, but with actions and in truth. I finished here today. Um, well, not finished here, but there was one more. Um, one more thing I wanted to bring up. Uh, before we... Uh, before we finished um, was that uh, I am developing an organization that's going to help our communities uh, to bring uh, the homeless community, excuse me, off of the streets. Uh, it's called Gen Gap. And there was a vision given to me by God himself. And uh, he, uh, he wants, this is how his, he's going to save the world. I swear to God, I do, I do, I do. Um, that, that he would use me as a vessel, uh, as an instrument, uh, in his purpose is, it's an amazing, beautiful thing to, to see the vision unfold in my mind over and over again. It just grows and grows and grows. I mean, it's freaking huge. I was thinking to myself how I was going to describe it to you tonight. Um, and then I, I actually even practiced a little bit of the conversation of who I would have a conversation with and, and, and if certain people were to know about this organization, how it would just take off. And then I realized that God will put uh, this particular bug in those ears that, that you know, that are required. Um, and that, that's, that's his business. He's on his way. He does things on his time. And I, I just have to believe that he would not uh, forsake me in any, any of that. So one last scripture before I let you guys go uh, to remind us uh, of who we are as a humanity and why it is that we should follow all of God's commands, regardless of date, time, purpose, situation, we are all, uh, we are required to, uh, to do the right thing, to make sure that when we, that Christ comes, we are prepared, we are, we are, um, we are human, because humanity is losing their darn minds, we're, just like I said before, the, the cure, putting a price tag on the cure, that's just, that's really, that's really insane. I made a post earlier, like I said, uh, about how Adam and Eve were naked when we first, you know, we first came to be. Uh, we didn't even know what clothes were. We didn't know that we needed to have on clothes. So we went from naked Adam and Eve to Adam and Eve's killing each other, basically. Adam and Eve's killing Adam and Eve's. How did we get there? How did we get from that mentality of humanity where each of us were important each of us loved one another because each of us we saw god and and the other person and just because you don't actually see that person or you don't see or you don't think that god exists in their life doesn't necessarily mean one you have the right to be judging them in the first place or two that he's not there who are you to decide that god is in someone's life or not and I can tell you this now, regardless of what they say out the face, God doesn't leave anybody. Now what? It doesn't matter what they say. It doesn't matter what they believe. Even for those non-believers, y'all know how I feel about you. You're his most favorite. You're his most cherished, most beloved. In the law, Jesus replied, 
Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and with all your soul, and with all your mind. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. <clears throat> so like I said, we're going to close up. Um, I'm going to close with a prayer just because I'm trying to, I'm practicing guys. I'm trying to brush up on the prayer. I don't really usually do that. When a Bible study comes and who wants to pray and then yeah, well, everyone else gets quiet too, but I get really quiet because I, I'm afraid of, of not offending God because how I pray to God is how I pray to God, but I'm offend. I'm worried about offending other people. Uh, maybe I won't cover everything they think I should cover in my prayer or uh, for whatever reason, the way I speak to my father in prayer uh, would offend someone. So uh, that's why it's, it's hard for me to pray, not to pray for other people because I can pray for other people all day. It's to pray for other people as a group, you know, as we're all together, even if I'm in here by myself, we're going to pray and I'm going to do my best to not be nervous and to just speak to him with my whole heart. Okay. Father God, this is Prophetess LGBTQ. You know my name. You gave it to me. And I just come to you, Father God, tonight um, after a successful uh, live podcast where we discussed loving thyself as we love thy neighbor and vice versa. Making sure that thy neighbor feels as loved and blessed and uh, nurtured by you as uh, as we are by our neighbor. Our neighbors, uh, it's part of a commandment, Lord. You've given us a certain set of rules that we we must abide by. And for those of us who have chosen not to abide by some of these rules, we're coming to you, Father God, and we need to be reminded of the guidance and, and the requirements uh, of our faith. Humanity was created imperfectly, but we were created to love one another. And that is the only thing that you require of humanity, Father God. And I just ask that you will awaken that knowledge in each of us and remind us each morning that their purpose in life outside of the purpose you've given them individually is to love everybody they see. Every single person that they see, regardless of skin tone, regardless of character, regardless of past, Father God, everything that they do is in the past. Because in your eyes, you're the only person who gets to judge that person for the character and content of their soul. You get to make that decision. And here on earth, Lord, we are simply just observers. We are observant of the grace that is yours, the glory that you bring to this earth every day, Father God. We thank you for the breath in our lungs, the food in our bellies, Father God, and the fellowship that we find within our within our hearts and in those of those around us that we love and cherish. In your name we pray these most almighty things, Father God. Amen. This is the Prophetess LGBTQ, and I just wanted to say thank you for joining me. Um, I appreciate uh, any feedback that you guys might come up with. Uh, just know that I am here for you, and uh, I know and I believe that humanity humanity can come back from where we are this cliff is not insurpassable and it um it's still we can still save ourselves and uh and it is getting to that point where it's it's getting kind of iffy kind of serious uh that people people just need to wake up and remember that humanity means that we are humane and we aren't cannibals we aren't uh we aren't heathens no one is and no one is entitled to judge others uh on their destination and in the afterlife as well. So Father God, we ask you one more time 
to bless us all. Keep us happy. Keep us healthy, Lord. And let's keep us together. Until the next time, guys.